Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm your host, Preston M. Smith. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm Preston M. Smith, at PMS Artwork Everywhere on Internet Land and Socials. I want to thank you for landing on this podcast. Whether you're a professional artist, just getting started in the art world, a collector of art, or just consider yourself a creative person, this podcast has something for you. I like to think of it as a fun way to rant and talk to other creative people about living the life of an artist, surviving and getting ahead in the art world, and enjoying your life. But most importantly, not waiting until you're dead to make it happen. All right, let's get started. Wow, wow, wow. As Chef Ramsey would say, that was horrible. And yes, there is a reason for what I just did. Oh, man. Oh, man. Going back 30 plus years on that one. That was an advertisement from McDonald's, Mickey D's, back in the day when I was a kid. And the reason why I'm, well, first of all, the other day we were listening to, my wife and I were listening to the new Chili Peppers and they have this like funk song and the way he's rapping, it reminded me of it. So I did that over it and she's like, we have to record this. (laughs) So it kind of sparked this idea. Sorry to the wife, but we can still record it. But it just sparked this idea because this is an advertisement for over 30 years ago and I still remember it. Isn't that crazy? And it's because I think when you bought like a Happy Meal or something, they would give you this little record, which had this rap on it or whatever you want to call it. And it was like basically just promoting all of their menu and you just set it all really quickly. And if you set it all the way through, if you learned the whole thing all the way through and you like went to a store or went to a McDonald's location and like did that to the cashier, you were supposed to get like a free, I don't know, like a burger or something or a free shake. And I just remember my friend and I, we like listened to it a few times because that's what you did back in the day. This is back before uh, cell phones, everybody, and social media, way back before that. And so we would sit down and we would learn this. And I still know it to this day. It's crazy. I don't even have to think about it. And it just shows you the power of like repetition, but also giving you something to kind of shoot for. Now, I'm not going to say that this is exactly what we need to be doing. We need to come up with like a rap or a jingle for our work. But I just wanted to use this to illustrate a point about how often things have to be repeated for things to stick in people's mind. I mean, I think a lot of artists, me included, feel a little bit shy about promoting their stuff or promoting something that they're doing. And if they do promote it, it's like once and like a one and done. All right, I got that out. Everybody knows now. I don't have to say it anymore. But I can tell you from experience, over 20 years in this business and other businesses, like being in a band, being an actor, doing books, like all that stuff, people don't remember shit. Like you can tell somebody something once and they'll forget it in a week. And sometimes this is like people close to you. So people who you think would be invested in this. But it's just a really good reminder that like if you are doing something, if you've done something big 
and you want people to remember it or you want to highlight it on your resume, you know, you might have to say it a few times, a few hundred times. You might have to put it to a jingle. That's right. No, you might have to like create a little rap and hand out records. Nope, not going to do that. But you see my point. You got to at least remind people from time to time, whether that's like on a reel on Instagram or YouTube or TikTok or just a post from time to time, like a throwback. I do throwback Thursdays. I do throwback whatever is just to remind people like I did one the other day of my old Bowie painting that I did, which is this large Bowie painting I did on wood that I painted just with a ruler. Like it's a whole kind of semi-realistic, but like pop surrealist version of Bowie. And it was painted with a ruler and has a lot of texture and it's very colorful. And like I took a couple pictures back in the day of me like with my head in front of it to show the scale. And I put a reel together of this with uh, the song Changes. Ch-ch-changes. And I wanted to just kind of, you know, highlight some of my old stuff, which I do from time to time because people don't know. People forget. Even people that I know who know my work really well, like you'd think they would have seen it on my website. But they don't, you know, like, and, and I'm guilty of this too. I don't know all my friends and all the artists that I follow. I don't know their entire catalog of work. I don't know everything that they've done in their career. So I'm guilty of this too. So it's just an important reminder that if you really want something to stick in people's mind, like if you did something big or you had like a big sale to like a celebrity or something, or you like won a competition or you received some sort of artist grant or whatever, like I did the Obama gig way back in the day. I mean, I did 12 paintings of the president. I went to the inaugural Purple Ball, and all these paintings went to like celebrities such as Ed Harris, Ashley Judd, Josh Lucas, Amy Brenneman, Patricia Arquette, Il Devo, all these people. And I went to the ball with my friend, and we were there for at the ball at this black tie event, and I met all these people. I got to meet Ed Harris. I got to meet Ashley Judd. All these people. I had a good conversation with Josh Lucas, and it was like one of the biggest things I've ever done, and I've talked about it on this podcast before, but I guarantee you some people listening to this are going to be like, well, wait, what? Because it just shows, it just like goes to illustrate my point that people don't remember, or people come in at a different time and they don't know, so it's just important to repeat stuff when you can. Just kind of refresh people because you never know who it's going to reach. My Obama gig is still to this day one of the things that when people find it out, they go, oh my God, what was this? And they want to hear about it. And when I do an interview, I am always like, oh, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I've done this so many times. But to them, it's the first time they're hearing it. And it's like the one thing that they want to talk about because it was such a cool, interesting thing. And the story of painting them so fast and like in my tiny apartment while I was working a job, like having to paint 12 almost identical paintings in like two or three weeks and having them all dry in time to get over there. That alone is a good story. But then going to the inaugural Purple Ball, seeing Obama inauguration, Obama inauguration, seeing the Obama inauguration, meeting all these celebrities, distributing the paintings, like it's just a fun, cool story that I'm really proud of. And it's worth repeating. And I just challenge you in your own lives and in your own careers to think of some of those things that you did or that you are doing that, or there's something that's coming up maybe that you're looking forward to. I've got a couple big things coming up that I want to promote the hell out of once I'm done with them, if they go through. Now, what is one of those in your life? What's an example of this in your own art career and life that you can kind of resurrect and bring back up for air and show people? Like maybe people don't know about it. Maybe a new group of people on social media are ripe for the information. So that's my homework to you is to think about some of these things or to, if you don't have any of these things, maybe to plan out some things or like shoot for some of these kind of big gigs that are, you know, they're like hooks. 
if you're doing something where you're trying to get into a gallery or you're trying to get an interview or whatever it is, like what's a good hook? Think about something like that in your own life that you have done or you can do or is coming up that you can really promote. Back in the day when I did this, I was so green and this was before social media. I mean, I barely have any pictures of it because my little camera phone didn't, you know, it was horrible. It was so pixelated. So luckily somebody had a camera, but even the cameras were horrible at that time. So I have some really low resolution pictures of it, but luckily I have those and I can still promote it. But back in the day when I did it, I really didn't have any means of really promoting it. I didn't really know how to, I didn't know how to write a press release. I really didn't know how to capitalize on it, but now I kind of do. And I've been just using it. It's kind of like the gift that keeps on giving and shout out to my friend, Ariel Siupak for hooking this up originally, uh, getting me introduced to the people who are running the event who ended up going with me and, and, and believing in my work. But it's just something that bears remembering and repeating in your life. These big stories. So your homework is, no, but it's not homework, but it's just something, a challenge to you to go home, think about this. Maybe you are home. Stay home then and think about some of these and figure out what you can kind of bring back up to the forefront on your social media or do a throwback to just to get people to be aware of it. You know, maybe there's a handful of things put as bullet points on your resume or on a bio about you that will automatically spark people's interest. So what are those in your own life and in your own career? And if it's just one thing, great, no problem. If you're just starting out and you don't have any, that's okay too. What can you choose to focus on in your work that's interesting? Something about the process that you're doing that's really interesting or something about your own backstory that's interesting that will hook people. You don't always have to have these major events or like, oh, I have this celebrity sale. Not everybody has those and that's fine. But something, you kind of need a little hook and you don't need it, but it's really useful when you're trying to grab somebody's attention. And if you really feel like you're racking your brain, you can't think of anything, well, this is a good thing for you to shoot for. Like shoot for some gig or gallery representation or grant or you know celebrity fundraiser or whatever you can come up with. It's going to be something that's going to be interesting on your resume, something that's going to be interesting for you to talk about in interviews, something that's going to be one of those, like I said, hooks that gets you in the door. Think about something like that that you can create in your own career. So this has just been something that's a good reminder to us all, myself included, because sometimes I have people online who look at my stuff and they're like, oh, this is great. And I'm like, oh, you don't even know this piece. Not because I feel like everybody should know my work, but sometimes people that know me really well don't even know my work and they don't know some of my old work. So it's just a really good reminder that not everybody is paying attention to you all the time. (laughs) You know what I mean? And that's fine. And you're not paying attention to everybody else all the time either. So just internalize that kind of put that in your back pocket and remember that it is okay to repeat some of the things that you've done that are worth repeating. And it's good marketing too. find a way to market it that sticks in people's brains. But at very least, just do this and take this seriously. Well, that's it for today. Hopefully you found this interesting and inspiring and something that you can actually chew on and put in your own repertoire. Repertoire. Got a big interview, a couple big interviews coming up, but I'm in the works of getting the CEO of Artfinder on the show in the next couple of weeks. Stay tuned for that. That'll be a really fun and informative interview about the company and about one of my favorite online art marketplaces. Stay tuned for that and have a great rest of your week. Be creative and be good to everybody. In the meantime, I'm going to leave you with one more cringeworthy rap from back in the day that was promoting 
one of my favorite movies. I know, I know. But if you can get it, then you're old, just like me. <laughs> Repetition, baby. Enjoy. This has been the Living Artist Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I just want you to know that I appreciate you being here, and I'm grateful to be in your ears. Your art and creative life on this planet is meaningful, so thank you for sharing it with me. If you like this podcast, whatever platform you're listening to it on, please subscribe and share it with your friends. You can also leave me a positive review to show your support. This helps me to reach more people with the algorithmic magic and keep the show going strong. If you want to see more of what I do and check out the art that I create, you can visit my website at www.pmsartwork.com or follow me on social media everywhere at PMS Artwork. That's it for now. See you back here next time.